0: Is World War Three really right around the corner? We're in the midst of the Israel-Hamas war and talks of a two-state solution between Israel and the Palestinian state are being reported. How can this be? What does the Bible have to say about what's next, war or peace? And what do the Red heavens have to do with all of it? All of this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to The End Time Show. I'm Steagall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-877-363-8463. I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Justin, Texas this weekend. Dave will be teaching a brand new lesson called The Green Horseman and World War III. It's something you definitely need to hear. So if you're in the Justin, Texas area, be sure to make plans to come out and join dave and Jana robbins go to slash events to learn more or give us a call 800 in time and we're happy to help you over the phone now doug yesterday we talked about red heifers in detail today yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about red heifers war and peace so that's an interesting spin because how in the world can you talk about peace we're in the middle of war but somehow they're doing it
1: yeah absolutely and uh, we found out yesterday from one of the articles over the weekend a Hamas military leader said uh, the direct result of October 7th and in the invasion into Israel was because they had red cows uh, and the significant meaning of that meaning that they knew that with the red heifer they would be able to have the ashes they needed for uh, the sanctification ceremonies and they would then begin to uh, get the process going for a third temple AND BECAUSE OF THAT, THEY WERE AFRAID THE DOME OF THE ROCK WOULD BE DESTROYED AND uh, A TEMPLE WOULD BE PLACED IN
0: THAT AREA. WELL, WE'RE GOING TO LOOK AT ALL THAT TODAY AND MORE, SO DON'T GO ANYWHERE. AGAIN, THERE'S OPEN LINES AT 877 END TIME, 877 I WANT TO REMIND YOU THAT FIRST CUP COFFEE IS A CHRISTIAN-OWNED Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas that you should support. They have 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of those roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for the Keurig machine users out there. Ditch the grocery store coffee that's been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com, use code in time to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll give you another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com, use code in time to get 10% off today. They're helping make this show possible. All right, Doug, is World War Three really right around the corner?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Vince. I mean, really, uh, you know, a lot of people are asking us right now, are we actually already in World War Three? Are we Indeed. in the Sixth Trumpet War? Uh, and the, the answer I've got is there's a possibility we have, and it started it, at least, and it could have started on October 7th, and, and that's what some of the people are talking about. Now, hear me, I did not say it absolutely started. I'm saying that it's it's possible it could have started, that this could be the beginning of it. And, uh, you know, we've got an article today. It's from the Daily Beast. And it was a beast of an article because it was a big, long article. And so I had to kind of summarize it for us. But the gist of this article, Vince is talking about that very thing, that that the war that is happening right now in the Middle East and because of all the players involved there, it could very much turn into a world war, Uh, and they talk about this potential for a world war arising from this crisis in the Middle East. Uh, It emphasizes that it could be a global um, confrontation could be imminent because of this. It's Right now, it's still a regional area, it's still a war between Israel and these proxies of Iran, but because of what we've talked about many times on this program, Vince, we've talked about the uh, the allies of Iran, the allies of the United States and Israel. And so, uh, because we've got so many of these proxies, um, and it's, it's like a proxy war with the the houthis and then you've got hezbollah you have got hamas so you have all these um these different tentacles of that terrorist organization that iran funds and keeps going Uh, so we're seeing a lot of things
0: happen now doug you just called it a regional war presently yeah how can you say that when there are u.s troops involved well just because the war is exclusively
1: in that area is what this article talks about when it talks about a regional war um a global conflict is when it's going to affect other continents from their perspective in this story and so that's what they're talking about now we know there's war raging right now also in the ukraine that russia and the ukraine are at war we've talked about the potential of that getting bigger and the allied forces are already preparing for that thinking sometime next year is uh russia will uh, invade parts of the uh, THOSE THREE uh, RIBS THAT WE KIND OF TALKED ABOUT, THEY COULD BE INTO Baltic THAT states, Baltic, uh yeah. STATES REGION. AND SO uh, THERE COULD SOMETHING HAPPEN THERE AS WELL. AND SO IT'S LIKE COULD THIS WAR BE WHAT REALLY SPARKS THE REST OF THESE THINGS TO BEGIN TO HAPPEN? BECAUSE WHILE AMERICA, is involved in this situation, and not just America now because of the situation in the uh, Red Sea. We've got allied forces that are there trying to control the, the shipping lanes that are being attacked. So this thing could explode into a much larger scale. Remember uh, over the weekend there was uh, three of our soldiers were killed at a uh, Mm -hmm. base, and it's weird because they said it was in Jordan. It's really in Syria where it was. If you look on the map, it's on the border of Syria and Jordan, and it's in, I mean, the Euphrates River is right there, and so when you see things like that, and you see that's where that attack happened, and now we're talking about, I mean, Biden for the first time is talking about really retaliating on this situation, and there's been reports that we have mass buildup of
0: troops in that area now heading that way. A quick question here. You mentioned the Euphrates River. Yeah. For those of us that are watching brand new, they don't know what we talk about there. Right. Why would you highlight that? So because of the prophecies,
1: Vince, that uh, are in the Bible. So you got Revelation 9, 13 through 21 talks about that Six Trumpet War. So the Six Trumpet War to us, we've looked at it, we've analyzed it. This is what we believe World War III is. World War III is that Six Trumpet War. And it's specifically because of the amount of people that are killed there. It says one-third of mankind will be killed in this war. So as we look at this uh, scripture, the one of the key things that it tells us is that that's where the war is going to start it's going to loose the four angels that are bound in the great river euphrates and that's in um, revelation 9:14. so it tells us that there are angels that have been bound for uh, a day an hour and a month for this to happen and so uh, it lets us know that they're loosed and when they're loosed an, a war starts and we know it's going to be a war because it talks about an army of 200 million men. So, now,
0: oh, I've got another question. Go now, for it. Because earlier you mentioned um, the Hamas and Islam and all the tentacles of Islam that are involved. Yeah. Now you said that. And I'm just curious for you to explain why that's something worth highlighting and how it connects to this prophecy.
1: Yeah, so the reason why is because Islam is one of the forces that could actually make a 200 million man army. So we've, we've known from the numbers that have been talked about, China has, has boasted that they could field an army of 200 million men. We know India could host an army of 200 million men, but also Islam. It, so they, only, is there only three? Yeah, those are the three
0: that could actually have a military force this large. So there's three... COUNTRIES OR I GUESS ISLAM IS NOT A COUNTRY BUT THREE BODIES OF PEOPLE IN THE WORLD THAT COULD FULFILL SUCH A THING, yeah. A 200 MILLION MAN ARMY AND THE PROPHECY MENTIONS THE EUPHRATES RIVER mm-hmm. WHICH LEADS US TO BELIEVE HOW IT'S WORDED THERE THAT IT'S GOING TO EMANATE FROM THAT that RIVER SOME WAY. RIGHT. I MEAN WHEN I HEAR THOSE TWO THINGS KNOWING THAT THE EUPHRATES RIVER IS COMPLETELY CONTROLLED BY MUSLIMS, mm-hmm. I've got to say it seems like that would be tied together. Why would I look at China when Islam's right there in the Euphrates River and Right. So any is that interesting to you at all or Absolutely interesting Vince because
1: we're we're dealing in that region. That's why I said looking at it we could have possibly already started this war and it just hasn't escalated to the numbers yet because with this situation i mean with what happened over the weekend with america if if we decided that okay we're going to take this war to tehran like israel said the other day we We read an article last week where Israel was stating that the war needed to be in Tehran. Well, we've had members of our own Congress begin to say that, too. We need to bomb Tehran. It's time to really put the hammer down on Iran because Iran are the ones that are doing this. One of the weird videos I saw the other day, Vince, we had one uh, one of our... Uh, top authorities there within the Pentagon and they said, it was a female, I can't remember her name right now, her name escapes me, but uh, as I'm watching this video, she said, well, we don't have evidence that Iran was involved in this, but believe us, they were. So we're just supposed to believe them as they're telling us this. So it's like, okay, well, was Iran involved or not? You know, I mean, we do know that Iran is funding these these other terrorist organizations and it was one of those organizations that uh did a drone attack and caused these soldiers to die
0: so you know it's I don't know it's so so who's most likely to fulfill that 200 million man army from your perspective I
1: mean really I would think that it would be a uh, a combination of forces there I really do I think that if we go to war with Iran Uh, that that would bring Russia because they're allies of Iran. It would bring China into it. It might even cause, Vince, China to go into Taiwan, uh, which is something that we've, we've told the world and Taiwan that we would help them in any way if China does this. That could be the way this is fulfilled. Not necessarily that 200 million men have to be coming down against Israel, but 200 million men in alliance with each other beginning these wars. So when we've already got Russia involved in a war with Ukraine and and now we're talking about NATO getting involved with that, uh, pulling Russia into a larger war. And then if China decides, well, we're going into Taiwan now, everybody's stretched out across uh, the continents. and, And then even North Korea could get involved in this situation. You know, they've even said, look, we back Iran also. So you're looking at a lot of things that could fulfill that prophecy of the 200 million man army. We don't know from this point how that's gonna play out. We just know what scripture tells
0: us. I'd love to get everyone's perspective out there. So what do you think? Who's most likely to fulfill that 200 million man army? Is it A, China, B, India, C, Islam, or D, someone else or a combo of the two? Put it in the chat. WHAT DO YOU THINK? WHO'S GOING TO FULFILL THAT 200 MILLION MAN ARMY? YOU KNOW, DOUG, intertwined INTO ALL THIS, WE KNOW THAT um, THE ISLAM, or, EXCUSE ME, THE ISRAEL-HAMAS WAR AND THE RUSSIA-UKRAINE WAR AREN'T DIRECTLY TIED. BUT WHEN YOU START DIGGING INTO THIS, intertwined INTO ALL THIS, IS THIS WORLD GOVERNMENT AGENDA AND THIS WORLD GOVERNMENT SYSTEM, AND IT STARTS TO KIND OF GET CREEPY, FRANKLY. Mm-hmm. Um, AND YOU KNOW, ONE THING THAT I SEE IN ALL THAT is they are this world government system klaus schwab and company are doing their best to advance their ideas and their agendas and one thing i got to remind you of is friends don't let friends eat 3d printed steaks like klaus schwab wants you to or burgers made from cricket powder that's just crazy and our friends at backyardbutchers.com they're saying no thank you to those globalist ideas. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. Go to backyardbutchers.com and save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code in with over a half a million happy customers. They're gonna make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. Go to backyardbutchers.com slash intime, buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order by using code in Doug. You just ordered a box. Was it delivered on time? It was. I actually d- got two boxes delivered. Oh so, well, yeah. you've eaten a backyard butcher steak a time or two. Yes, and I'm about to eat some more too. So, if you were giving it a a rating, yeah. five star system, what are you giving
1: it? Uh, based on what I've had up to this point, I give them a five star. I mean, it you know, like you said, the meat gets here on time. Uh, it looked great to us. We cooked it. We Ate it. It was wonderful. We've shown the picture before of the steak that no I no cricket powder. No cricket powder, man. It is is great. A American <laughs> beef, so it's good stuff. But I I might have another report coming here pretty soon. So we'll we'll see how the, all with that all that footage out. hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. With we see, and a branding iron and a branding iron will be involved. Yeah, and you might get to see. Me and Dave in a way you haven't seen us before, so kind of laid back and relaxed a little bit having a steak together. Oh my, who wants to see that?
0: Who wants to see that? Put steak in the comments if you want to see Dave and Doug (laughs) out on the countryside just branding a steak. Put it in the comments, we'd love to see it. Um, Doug, we're talking about war. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows war is prevalent. How in the world do we throw peace into the mix of this conversation? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's another thing, Vince, that's very uh,
1: important for people to understand because what have we been saying for so long is that these two prophecies are running neck and neck and we didn't know which one would happen first. We've always said we believe that the war would happen first and out of this war, a peace agreement would come, okay? So I'm, I'm about to say something I want y'all to understand What I'm saying, and and I'm just giving you a scenario, so this is not something that's happened yet, but I want you to understand what we talked about yesterday. Hamas has said that it is a direct result of Israel having a red heifer, and the situation we talked about before, this will allow them to do a ceremony that cleanses and purifies everyone that would be going to the Temple Mount, and they're afraid. Hamas and other Islamic um, factions are afraid that Israel will take control of the Temple Mount again, build her third temple and destroy the Dome of the Rock. So that was their fear. They say it's directly involved in this. So right now we're seeing that this war, if this war were to end up being the Six Trumpet War, then the peace treaty was a direct result of that. Cause what were we working on? We were working on a peace treaty with Saudi Arabia. One of our callers mentioned yesterday, that was a huge deal because Saudi is one of the richest, most powerful uh, Arab nations in the region. And they have a lot of authority. They have a lot of power to get people to come to the table. And that's what they were working on. They were working on a Palestinian state, a two state solution and wanting to get um, this peace agreement with Israel. So right in the middle of that, looking like it was getting ready to happen, this war happens. Now Saudi kind of pulled back and said, when the war's over, as long as Israel looks at the two-state solution and makes that happen, we're all in for this. Well, that is, is what's going on right now. So we're watching prophecy that we've talked about for a long time. We said, well, either the war could happen and a peace treaty come out of it, or the peace treaty actually gets signed, and then the war breaks out. So if this is not the Six Trumpet War, this is what I was telling you, I'm just giving you a scenario. If it is not, then when we get a peace treaty... We could have that war launch out of it if it doesn't happen before this peace treaty.
0: Well, either way, is it would not be true to say that if World War III happens prior to the peace treaty, there will still be a war because Armageddon comes soon after. Yeah, so Armageddon's gonna
1: happen at the end of that final seven years. This peace treaty will start the final seven years. And so we're looking at some interesting news today that we're gonna kinda look at here as we move through the program. but. So we get the peace treaty for those that aren't, they haven't ever uh, heard us talk about this. Uh, do you mind reading Daniel 9, 27 and kind of letting them know what it says and why we see a peace treaty there? And
0: he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. In the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation and the determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Now, Doug, there's a lot of words in there that we don't use these days, so. (laughs) Absolutely. We need a guru to help us see things clearly. So, I'm not a guru, but I'll (laughs) do my best. You know what, Doug, you are a guru, and I did want to pause real quick (laughs) at some point in the show today. You got here at 7 a.m., you've been working all day. You're gonna take a little break after this show, a very short break. You're gonna set up for a Bible study, have dozens of people come in here, and you're gonna be here till What time do you usually wrap up? Late, Um, we don't have to give the time. Late, 10 o'clock sometimes, Sometimes. actually. And then you're going to drive (laughs) two hours home. Is that not right? Yeah, normally that's what happens. So today you're looking at about a 7 a.m. to a midnight day. Yeah. And you do it because you love people and you love God's word. And you don't do that every day, of course, but um, you love people and God's word every day. But you don't do this schedule every day. (laughs) Right. And I just wanted to say you do a great job. Everyone here loves you at End Time. Everyone out there loves you. And uh, (laughs) I appreciate everything you do. Well, thank you, Vince. I appreciate you saying that. I am blessed because I got Doug Norvell in my life. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) I'm
1: blessed as well to have Vince, too. And especially when he points out things like that. So I don't like that kind of attention
0: being brought to me. Put Doug in the comments (laughs) if you agree. Let's let's blow up the comment section with just (laughs) Doug's name to show him how much y'all love him out there. Sorry. That's all right. I don't have any idea what you were saying before that. So we were going to break <laughs> down Daniel 9.27. That's right. About. You were going to help. You were going to be the guru. Yes.
1: Right. So the when it says that he shall confirm a covenant with many, that he here is referring actually back to the prince of the people that shall come and destroy the uh, city and the sanctuary in Daniel 9.26. So this is going to be a prince of the people that did that. We know that uh the the holy or not the holy roman empire but the roman empire under general titus destroyed the city in the sanctuary in 70 a.d they became the holy roman empire much after that uh, many years after that but the roman empire did that so this is one of the clues that we know the antichrist will come out of a uh, roman empire a holy roman empire actually based on what daniel 2 tells us but speaking of this particular person so uh we've broken this down in other um programs that we've had and we've explained how we know that, but just the, the he there is the Antichrist. He is going to confirm a covenant. Now the covenant that he confirms is Israel's right to exist in the land. That's what we're talking about right now. The, the uh, Palestinians, the other Arabs, Iran, they don't believe Israel has a right to this land. But the covenant is the covenant made with Abraham back in Genesis when God told him that this land shall be yours from the river, the great river in Egypt to the great river Euphrates. So actually they the promised land was a whole lot more land that Abraham has been promised. But that's going to be that covenant, the covenant of Israel's right to exist in the land, okay? So that's how the peace agreement will come. It says that it will be made with many for one week. So these are major issues here. So we've got a covenant. It's actually Israel's right to exist. It's made with many. We know that there are many people involved with this peace treaty with Israel right now. We're gonna talk about that more in depth in one of these other articles in a second, and it'll kinda of help you to understand how many are gonna be involved in this. And we're watching all these things begin to happen. Started with uh, President Trump with his Abraham Accord events, remember uh, his Peace for Prosperity, and we're watching the pieces of the puzzle begin to come in there. But this Antichrist will stand up in the midst of that seven year period, He'll stop the animal sacrifices. He'll say that he's God. That's the abomination of desolation. When he stops the animal sacrifices and says he's God and he's to be worshipped as God, in the temple he'll say this. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 1-4 through four, tells us this. And then um, that situation there, the abomination of desolation in Matthew 24, it tells us that that starts the Great Tribulation. Well, it also tells us in that scripture, in Matthew, events. That those who be in Judea need to flee into the mountains because great tribulation will come. So we know that the Judean area is the area that's being proposed as the Palestinian state. Now we're talking about a two-state solution. And we know from those scriptures in Matthew 24, 15 through 21, that's how we've always known there would be a two-state solution. So that's kind of where
0: we are now. See what I mean? Guru. Now you saw him look down at his computer a few times, but I'm looking at it too. There's no notes, he was just going off the top of his head. Absolute guru, Doug Norvell, thank you so much. Hey, all glory goes to God. Hey, <laughs> So he's the one that helps us He's put us in a lot of hours to, to get all that in him. And, I THANK GOD FOR IT, OF COURSE. TYPE DOUG THE GURU. THAT WOULD BE EVEN BETTER THAN DOUG. (laughs) DOUG THE GURU IN THE COMMENTS. AS MUCH AS I'M SURE DOUG'S A PROPHECY GURU, I'M SURE THAT 2024 IS GOING TO PROVE TO BE A TURBULENT YEAR, ESPECIALLY AS WE HEAD INTO SUCH A a PRESIDENTIAL ELECTION LIKE THIS, WHEN YOU'VE ALL HEARD ALL THE HYPE, BIDEN, TRUMP, EVEN RFK. SO, uh, YOU KNOW, WE'VE ALREADY SEEN THE IMPACTS OF uh, what WHAT BIDEN, WHAT'S THE NAME, BIDEN? BIDENOMICS, Bidenomics. THAT'S RIGHT, I CAN'T EVER SAY THAT VERY WELL, BUT uh, (laughs) YOU'VE SEEN THE IMPACTS OF BIDENOMICS AT THE PUMP, THE GROCERY STORE, Uh, THE DOLLAR CONTINUES TO LOSE BUYING POWER QUICKER THAN WAGES CAN INCREASE, HOW ARE YOU PROTECTING YOUR SAVINGS FROM GLOBALIST POLICIES BEING IMPLEMENTED EVEN IN THE UNITED STATES? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold's been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Well, now you can own it in a tax sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just visit birchgoldcom end time and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part? You don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. So visit birchgold.com slash time and secure your savings now. Doug, we're talking about war and peace and people are going, well, that means the rapture might happen tonight. Aren't you like telling people <laughs> that, hey, any second now the rapture could occur?
1: No, but that's what a lot of people believe. And so that that's one of the things that this These subjects that we're talking about, uh, when people begin to see these things, they think that the next thing that's going to happen is the rapture uh, because a lot of people have been taught that. That is a traditional teaching. But the scripture tells us, and especially when I was talking about Matthew 24 a while ago, when when it says that uh, Matthew 24, 15 through 21, it says that when you see that abomination of desolation happen as spoken of by the prophet Daniel, that let those who be in Judea flee for then there shall be great tribulation. So the great tribulation happens as a result of this abomination of desolation. It's a three and a half year period. A lot of people think it's a seven year period. The first three and a half years, Vince, is gonna be a peaceful transition. It's gonna look like there's peace being done. We're gonna talk about that a little bit in a minute too. But the situation says, but in the middle of that, when he stands up, he declares to be God, stops the animal sacrifices, then great tribulation comes. So a three and a half year tribulation period. Well, in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, Vince, it says that immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be dark and the moon will not give us light. The stars will fall from heaven and that the um, people of this world will actually see the Lord coming in the clouds with power and great glory. He sends his, elect, his angels to gather his elect from the four winds and from the four corners of the earth. So it lets us know that The tribulation, immediately after that, Jesus comes back, sends his angels, the rapture occurs. So scripture tells us itself that it happens immediately after the tribulation of those days. And we've got a lot of scripture that we can lead you to to show you. And I know not everybody agrees with that, and that's okay, but we do have a lot of proof for that. And if you ever want that proof, just reach out to us. We'll be happy to share the scriptures with you.
0: Doug, not only do a lot of people not agree with that, but almost any Bible that anyone watching has, if they look at the commentary, it's gonna say something different than what you just said. Yeah, these trusted commentaries that have been around for so long. Right. If you turn on your religious programming on TV or on the internet, most likely you're gonna hear something different than that. Yeah, uh, how do you combat that? It's like all these trusted ministers are preaching this, but here you are saying the opposite. Sure. So you know, I mean, there was there was a book written by Clarence Larkin, and,
1: and a lot of people learn this in seminary school, and it's called "Dispensational Truth," and that was a teaching he had. But um, if you really study what Scripture says, we always got to go back to Scripture and not a commentary. And the Scripture says different than those commentaries. Mm.
0: Well, we'll be right back. We're going to take your calls eight seven seven N times the number to join us. See you on the other side of the break. Die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End time Plus and available to order at intime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime.
2: What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the Endtime Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call one 800 end or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
0: Welcome back to The End Time Show. Vince Siegel here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. However, they're feeling quickly. Looks like we only have one left, so if you wanna get on the show, you better call now. Of course, we'll be taking calls um, momentarily here, and lines will open up as we go. So give us a call if you'd like to join us on the show. Doug, real quick, before we cut, we got one more story to cover. Before we get to the calls, Mm -hmm. I do want to ask you a question from the chat from Facebook in alignment with what we were just talking about before the break. Uh, Rochelle says, so we're still here for the peace part, and it's not seven years of tribulation after the rapture, which we're taking into before the tribulation. Once clarification on that.
1: Okay, there's gonna be a seven year, uh, a final seven years that Daniel talks about. Okay, that final seven years will start with this peace agreement and Israel building her third temple, okay? In the middle of that seven years, and the church is still here for all this, in the middle of that seven years, the Antichrist will stand up. He'll declare to be God. He'll claim that he is God. And the word says that then immediately after that happens, tribulation comes. So we know that seven divided in half is three and a half. So you get three and a half years of supposed peace, it's going to look like peace, Israel's going to be able to build our temple, start animal sacrifices, begin to worship on the Temple Mount. Actually everybody will be able to worship on the Temple Mount, currently only Muslims can, but everybody will be able to during that first three and a half years. Then the Antichrist comes, reveals himself, once he's revealed, then the tribulation starts. Somewhere within the tribulation the mark will be established and it'll be given out. But one of the things that it says in Revelation 13 is that for 42 months the Antichrist makes war against the saints. So the saints are the church, we're the church, and we're here and he's going to make war against us. But remember what I said a while ago, Matthew 24, 29-31 through says immediately after the tribulation of those days, Jesus comes back with his angels, gathers us together in the sky with him. We're going to go to the the wedding supper, the marriage supper of the Lamb, and then we're going to return for the battle of Armageddon. So that's found in Revelation 19 if you want to read about that. But, um, you know, without going into an extensive
0: study of the the rapture, that's a quick answer. Well, I can tell everybody we have hours of content available for free at watch.endtime.com. You can search rapture or second coming. Um, What else can they search, Doug? And I guess Great Tribulation, they can search any of that on End Time Plus, and there will be a number, dozens probably, videos on that for free. Of course, there's some that are uh, locked behind the subscriber wall as well, but you can go there and access the free videos. But we'd love for you to subscribe while you're at it. I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Justin, Texas this weekend, so make plans to come out, meet them, and hear a lesson that Dave has not taught Um, except for at a few other conferences this year before. So uh, make plans, endtime.com slash events, or give us a call at 800-END-TIME. We'd be able to help you out over the phone in regards to that specific conference in Justin. Now, Doug, we have one more story here. Uh, While we're in the middle of the war, I think we're going to cover this story. Israel uh, has a plan for the day after the war. As soon as that war is over, they apparently are already working on plans on how they're going to move forward. Right, and so this is what is interesting.
1: Remember, we talked about a well ago, Vince, we talked about uh, he would make a covenant with many. There's gonna be many people involved. This story right here talks about the many. It's really interesting, because there's already uh, nations that have signed on with, with Israel, you know, uh, Bahrain, uh, the uh, United em- Emirates, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Saudi Arabia says that they will after this war is over, and, and there's other, muslim nations that have come to uh normalization or an agreement with israel to have peace with them so this report gives us and, and it and it talks about the possibility of this uh two-state solution and and this says in this article it's very interesting this comes wh- where did we get this just so if people want to look that up uh, they can. one uh um,
0: israel 24 news I believe. okay
1: yeah I-24 News. So if, if you want to look that up, you can. But it talks about there are some local businessmen that are uh, very close to Netanyahu and associated with them, and they have been talking to him. They have his ear. They've been able to talk to him. They've been able to help him understand why it's important for this two-state solution. And Benjamin Netanyahu has laid out a proposal, kind of a, a plan, or, or these men have that have his ear. So the first stage is a uh, comprehensive Israeli military government in Gaza okay so after this war they would have a military presence there they already have this Vince in uh, the the West Bank they already have that kind of uh, present in parts of that now there is a wall separating like the the Arab part of that but in the settlement area and things like that we have the Israeli uh, military that patrol and make sure that there's no. Uh, terrorist uh, activity going on. So this this says they would be tasked with overseeing the delivery of humanitarian aid, as well as being responsible for civilian population during the transition period. So this is directly in Gaza, they would have this going on. But the next phase, the second phase of this, would transfer the control to an Arab coalition of nations that have normalized relations with Israel, as well as Saudi Arabia. So then Israel would back out. They would get their peace partners to come in and police this area and to help maintain control of Gaza to keep Hamas from rearing its ugly head again. So that's, that's one of the things they've talked about. And then it says it has uh, conditioned normalization on serious steps toward the Palestinian state. This coalition has, they will work on this Palestinian state agreement Through this second stage of this phase. And then um, it talks about they would establish a new Palestinian authority. Uh, They would move Abbas out as well as anyone who had any ties to Hamas. They would allow uh, the uh, government to begin to start new and and have, you know, true elections where they can elect their own officials and, and make sure that they weren't having terrorists installed uh, so the last thing it says finally uh, within two to four years israel would recognize a palestinian state within territories belonging to the current pa and the additional land on the table for negotiation so not only would they have a two-state solution but there might be uh, a negotiation for additional lands now we believe that that negotiation for the additional lands events are going to be the occupied territory, that West Bank area, what they call the occupied territory. It's actually the settlement area where there are Jewish people settled there. And we believe, based on what's been talked about before, this will be a situation where uh, the Palestinian nation there, uh, Israel, Israelis could remain living there under a Palestinian authority the way Palestinians live in Israel under an Israeli authority right now. So uh, that's why we believe when it says in Matthew 24, let those who be in Judea flee, it's talking about the people that will remain there under a Palestinian authority in a Palestinian state. So they're talking about the very things that we've been preaching about based on scripture for a lot of years. Pastor Baxter talked about this for years and years because he saw it in scripture. And so that's why we continue to teach this And now it's in mainstream articles and they're talking about this becoming a thing. So like we said yesterday, we've got the red heifers, we've got the money to build the temple, we've got the land they need to do a red heifer uh, sacrifice or purification ceremony. And now we're talking about the possibility of a two state solution. And it looks like all the roads are kind of coming to a head here.
0: We're just waiting to see how big this war is gonna be. And by we, you mean the Jewish people? Is You said we have the money to build the temple. We have the red heifers. Yeah, they have the,
1: all those things in place. I don't mean we do because we're not part of that. I was, but, I was wondering yeah, where it is. No, no, I was going to no. start looking no, for no, no. it. So, yeah, and, and we're going to come back to that. We're going to talk about that one day, Vince. When, like when I've had time to study what I, what I learned yesterday and hopefully maybe have a, a few guests on that can tell us more about it. Yeah. But Israel received a gift uh, from um, Poplar, Nagini. Of, of gold. Well, don't reveal it all yet. Well, right. I don't want to, but that will help fund that third temple. So anyway, we'll talk about that deeper once I get all the scriptures together and figure all that out. So.
0: All right. We ready to go to the phones? Let's do it. All right. We are going to start in California. Marcelo is watching there. Marcelo, welcome to the End Time Show.
2: Hello. Uh, yeah, I uh, was calling. I have a question for Doug, the guru, but uh, oh, I boy. would like to uh, <laughs> ask uh, um, you know, you have a lot of callers calling in about people that are in churches that preach and teach pre-trib, and I think that, because I I pondered, thought about it a lot, and the best thing that we could do is travail for, you know, our brothers and sisters that just haven't quite seen it yet. I think that's a good good thing to go on, and uh, so the question is, in Daniel uh, 725, speaks about you were speaking, you were talking about earlier, speaks about where War now against the saints To the most high. Yeah. Uh, but verse 26 kind of, I think, would give a... I'd like to ask you, uh, I'm going to take the question off, off air, but uh, 26 says, but judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it to the end. I'll take the answer off the air. Love you guys, and, uh, you know... Love the ministry. Thank you.
3: Thanks Thank you,
1: so. and uh, uh, appreciate that question. It's a great question. Uh, first of all, let me say that I do not claim to be a guru. Okay, because y'all know that I will be the first one to say I don't know if I don't know something. But uh, yeah, this sounds like one, a good guru to me. <laughs> this one is is easy because it gives us part of the answer earlier in the in the uh, scripture. So when it says he's talking about Daniel seven twenty six, it says, but the judgment shall set and they shall take away dominion to consume and destroy it to the end. Okay, so when you see that, when you look up uh, into the earlier parts of this chapter, it talks about the Ancient of Days shall sit, and the book shall be open. And it talks about a judgment taking place there, and it says that the little horn will be thrown into the lake of fire. He'll be consumed by fire. And then it also says that the other Uh, beast that they'll have their dominion taken away but their lives prolonged for a time and a season. So what we see there is it's, it's just going back to what happens after the tribulation because What's going to happen is there's going to be a judgment that's going to come at the Battle of Armageddon. That's actually when this kind of takes place. Judgment will sit. So Jesus will return to the Mount of Olives. That war is going to happen, and then that's when, after this Battle of Armageddon, it says when you look in uh, Revelation 19, it says that the beast, being the the Antichrist, and his partner the false prophet will both be thrown into the lake of fire. So that's when that's going to happen. That's when their dominion will be taken away from those two and they'll be thrown into the lake of fire. But you get more information from Revelation when you read uh, what John tells us about that. But you also have to look in Zechariah 14 to see other information about that and see how like the world is consumed in this fire and this terrible Um, plague that is it sounds like nuclear warfare really is what it sounds like because when you read it it says that uh, their tongues dissolved in their mouths their eyes uh, sockets dried up all this thing that sounds like a nuclear wave hits them but it's the wrath of God that's happening there and it also says that survivors when you look in Zechariah 14 uh, 16 it says there'll be survivors of those nations that came against Israel for battle so that's what it's talking about when it says that the rest of these beasts, they lose their dominion for a time and a season, but li- or they lose their dominion, but their lives are prolonged for a time and a season.
0: Doug, time is flying by. We're up against our yeah, final wow. break here, and we're gonna come back for one more segment, and we've got a number of callers, so we're gonna have to fly through all of that. We'll see yeah. how we do. Uh, <laughs> you can join us at 877 n time 877-363-8463. We'll be right back after this break.
4: End time is not going anywhere.
0: back to The End Time Show. Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're going to get right into the phones. We have a short amount of time here, so we're going to have to get right to the questions and uh, move quickly. We're going to start in Louisiana. Brenda is watching there. Brenda, welcome to The End Time Show.
4: Thank you. Um, I would add a quick question. Um, do you think the World War, War would come over to our continent?
1: I do. I believe that it's going to be um, it's going to be scattered abroad. But I do also think that that could possibly be what's going on with some of the terrorist cells that are coming over here right now that are being led in our country through our southern borders. Um, We may not get a nuclear warhead hit us. We might. We might. But I do believe that we will also be fighting a ground war with terrorist cells in, in various places. I think that's some of the things that are taking place right now. Uh, I, I don't have Bible for that. That's just kind of my opinion. I've seen the video of the people that are coming and what they're saying, uh, how they're, they're warning that you don't know who I am uh, because of your ignorance, but soon you'll know who I am. And so uh, I think they're telling us what they're doing. And Iran has already stated that they have several uh, terror cells here just waiting for the go ahead. And so I, I do think America will be very much a part of that war and I think we'll be fighting a war here on our homeland.
4: Okay, appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Um I had another question, but I can't think of it. Um, uh, do you think the rapture will happen before the mark of the beast or after?
1: I believe that it's gonna happen after. I believe that it's gonna happen, uh, a, if you look in scripture, so what we believe, in, and we kinda of take you through this in some of our teachings, but the, the sixth and uh, seventh seal, the seventh trumpet, and the seventh vial, are when the rapture occurs. Those three things are three different stories told that end with the second coming of Jesus Christ. And when you look at those and line them up together, you got the same events that are happening. you got lightnings and peals of thunders and uh, you have earthquakes and and, uh, where the mountains are being removed and the islands are being removed and those are found in other chapters. And it just, it flows and it falls in line and shows you. But I believe that it happens that the wrath of God is actually being poured out, but it's going to be poured out on the Antichrist kingdom and the people who took the mark of the beast through those seven vials, but uh, that seventh vial will be out of here, and then the full wrath of God, the full cup of wrath
0: is then poured out as we're being raptured out of here. Brenda, are you already on Intime Plus? No, I'm not. I would love to gift that to you. If you don't mind sticking around on hold, uh, we'll gift you In okay. Time Plus. It's our streaming service. You'll be able to get... Understanding the End Time and um, the 21 episode series on Revelation by Irvin. And uh, we dive into all these subject in great detail. And so we're gonna gift that to you. Uh, we'll give you a year for free. So stick around on hold, give Sherry okay, your email you. address and we'll send you an invite for that. All
4: right, thank you. Absolutely,
0: thank you. God bless you. Brenda, we're gonna go to Oklahoma now. Darlene is watching there. Darlene, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi, Hey, how Darlene. y'all doing? Doing good, how about you?
4: Uh, pretty good. Alright. Okay, here's my question. Alright. So does the 200 million man army have to all be from one nation? Could it be a like a group effort?
1: It could very much be a group effort. That's, uh, you know, that's why we're saying that Islam could actually do this. That would be a group effort, but also, uh, Russia and China and Islam forces coming together could do that. So it, it doesn't have to be from any one nation as far as what we see in the Scripture. It just says a an army of 200 million men uh, start this war that will kill one-third of mankind. So, yeah, it could be coalition forces.
4: Okay, because that's what I thought too. Okay, and then um, 2 Timothy 2.15 for you, Doug. For all of us should be that way, to study, to show thyself approved unto God, mm-hmm. a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word in, word of truth. Amen. We all need to be having something under our belts about it. So we can teach many, right?
1: That's right. Yes, ma'am. And that's what it tells us in Daniel 11, that those who know their God shall be strong and do exploits and that we will instruct many during that time. And so if we're going to do that, we've got to be full of the word of God.
4: Yes. Okay. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. I gave to, is it Bomb Hospital? Yes. Okay. I gave to that last month. Well, thank right.
1: you.
0: Thank you very much.
4: So Everybody give. All right. Love y'all. Bye bye. Love you. God Love bless you, too.
0: Darlene. Appreciate your call. All right. We're going to go to Tennessee now. John's watching there. John, welcome to the end time show.
5: Hey, john uh i gotta get my breath here <laughs> <clears throat> all right because i don't have comments because i watch on uh, end time plus on roku tv i have to say guru doug yeah i have to say from yesterday uh happy birthday tina and yes we would love to see the show run longer <laughs> now then As opposed to the wars that are going on around Israel at this time. Uh, I haven't been able to find out whether the Wagner Group is involving themselves deeper into the uh, Syria-type area. And uh, there is a piece of scripture. I I can place the scripture in my mind, but I can't figure out the book, chapter, and the verse that says that they will build in unwalled villages. Unwalled, of course, meaning unprotected. Mm -hmm. And then when they are attacked, they will be unawares or something to that effect. And uh, I have a feeling that uh, the reason you're going over there to warn the people is to take care of that. And hopefully it all's done, but good to talk to you. I'll let you have some other callers coming in and we'll talk to you later.
0: Thank you, John. Likewise, John. Appreciate it. God bless you, Doug. Any commentary before we move forward? Uh, in response no, to John,
1: I, I mean, he, he's absolutely right. Um, you know, I mean, I I agree with everything he was talking about, uh, especially Happy Birthday, Tina. But uh, <laughs> yeah, with the it talks about being in unwalled cities. I I told you earlier that we would touch on the peace and safety. Uh, there there was an article today where uh, Biden said that he is working on getting the hostages back, he's working on a peace plan in Israel, and all through that article it kept saying peace and security, peace and security. Well, we also know that the Bible tells us that when they say peace and safety, that destruction will come upon them suddenly. Mm -hmm. So that is referring to those who are making comments like our president did, but it's really referring to the world community that's going to be uh, trying to come against Israel. They're going to think they have peace and safety, but then when Jesus comes back, destruction comes upon them suddenly. Uh, because when you look at that chapter in 1 Thessalonians 5, when you look at that, one of the things Paul's talking about is the times and seasons and, and us not being children of the night that we'll recognize the day of the Lord coming as a thief. They won't have a clue. They'll think they're living in peace and safety, but destruction will come on them with the wrath of God. So. That's what that's talking about. But it's amazing when you see these where they're talking about Israel and they're talking about their enemies living side by side with them and then they say peace and safety because hmm. that's what that scripture's talking about.
0: So interesting. All right, well to bring everybody up to speed, Doug's wife had a birthday over the weekend. <laughs> so yesterday we said happy birthday, Tina. You all blew the comment section up. So let's do it again today. She, she wasn't watching, Doug. I know. We found out after the show she wasn't even watching so today I think she is watching, so put it in the comments. Make sure Tina knows that she is so loved, and uh, we appreciate everything she does for Doug Norvell. So happy birthday, Tina. Uh, We're going to go to New York now. It's time for the Joe Show. You all know what that is. Comment the Joe Show. Uh, Joe, welcome to the uh, the End Time Show.
3: God bless you. You look wonderful. Let me give a shout-out tina happy 25th birthday
0: <laughs> 25th? Cause
3: i met you and i know what you look i figured this is your 25th birthday <laughs> god bless you stay healthy and you've got a terrific guy there uh big brother doug uh that's what i think of you guys brothers i i, I don't do very good with with titles mm-hmm. and i don't think the lord really gives much you know credentials to titles scripture says man looks at the outer appearance and god looks at our heart Amen. and you guys are a living testimony of loving the lord of dealing with things from your heart and that's what makes you my family because that's the way i try to live and i will live that way loving people the lord told me some time ago to love everybody i i, I answered him i said well lord you know That's not that easy. (laughs) But you see, he knows better, being that he's God and I'm not. So I'll listen to him and try to love everyone and share the gospel of truth of Messiah Jesus. I just wanted to say happy birthday to Tina and tell you guys you're in my prayers every day. And I love you and I'm proud of you. And I tell everyone again, take Jerusalem Prophecy College courses. They're excellent. They will bring everybody right to where they have to be. And that's all I have to say today. I love you guys.
0: We love you too, Joe. Thank you. God bless you, Joe. We love you. Thanks so much for your call. We always look forward to it, of course. And when you don't call, people in the comments say, where in the world is Joe from New York? (laughs) So thanks for calling today. God bless you. We're going to head up to uh, Missouri now. Mark's watching there. Mark welcome to the end time show
6: yeah um i believe that the the war is going to be among the uh, iran china and russia because they signed a pact with their treaties of uh, trade and you know when urban was alive he talked about how he'd seen blueprints for the third temple and they think they could build it in like two years so we need to factor all that into this plus um, they believe when they get this red heifer the Jews that God's going to give them away to build that third temple yeah so it's all kind of coming together huh
1: it really is mark uh, you know we've we've seen those same blueprints uh, every year when we go to Israel we'll take a trip to the uh, Temple Institute and they have the layout of it and everything there. And of course we go to the Temple Mount and you see the the plot of land that's just north of the Dome of the Rock and you understand how easily it would be for that to be made. And I think Vince, if I'm not um, mistaken, they've kind of said that now it could even come up faster, right? Like I'm thinking, didn't they say like it could be six months to a year in the Temple Mount? Well, you know,
0: they have, um, I've heard about them saying that They've started things off site. right? So I don't know what's been confirmed or not, but I have heard six months to a year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the official proclamation is now. I have a feeling they're going to do it much faster than anticipated. Yeah. Because uh, they've been waiting a while, and yes, they they're going to put every bit of energy and uh, all the resources they have behind this when the, when the time comes. Yeah. Mark, do uh, does anybody ever mistake you for Dr. Robert Jeffers on, on the radio? No. You sound they, just like uh me. mistaken me
6: for Doug, but, you know. You sound
0: just like Dr. Robert Jeffers from Dallas to me. <laughs>
6: Well, I know Doug's really, really busy because I just left him a message yesterday, and I'm sure he didn't get a chance to listen to it. But uh, You're one of you like
0: 3,000, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Mark. That's
6: all? I figured it'd be way more than that. Well, but, that's, uh, per
0: voicemail. You know, hey, if got it, several if of it them. makes you feel
1: any better, I did get to hear your message. I just didn't get a chance to respond to it because I've been so well, busy today. So,
6: I don't really get into the chat and all that stuff. Um, I've kind of been banned from... YouTube because I kept talking about end time ministry and Christian stuff and they didn't like that. So they kind of banned me permanently. So I don't really get into all the blogging and all that anymore. But well, Mark, uh, you'll
0: have to come down to Dallas one day and, um, well, don't, don't I, let I Doug send to you the voicemail. We'll see him face to
6: face. I'm, I'm going to come down and I've, i been talking to the girls and I, I know they know what I'm talking about. Uh, when the certain things happen in my life, I'm going to be down there and, we're gonna go through a baptism and probably do some other things. Maybe I can get on the air with you because I've been on a lot of different programs.
0: Come on down, we'll um, see. We're up against, we gotta go, uh, Mark. So, thank you so much for your call. Uh, don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.entime.com. There's thousands of hours of content. It's there totally free because of incredible partners like yourself that give every single month at endtime.com slash give. If the Lord's leading you to give, go there today or give us a call at 800-END-TIME and consider becoming a partner with End Time Ministries so we can continue to not only make this show available for free, but continue to warn the Jews and reach out globally to help give people hope and peace because it's never been so easy to understand Bible prophecy. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.